Welcome to the first lecture on the logic and understanding of statistics and probability. I wanted to do a series of podcasts, each very short, perhaps 10, 12, 15 minutes on subjects of the basics of probability and statistics in a non-mathematical way as we can do in a forum like this. If we ever have to have resort uh, to equations uh, or numbers, I will put them up on the website for links. Uh, this is in lieu. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to follow my class notes. Uh, if you want my class notes, they're linked over to the left, the, the book uh, Breaking the Law of Averages. And I'm going to sort of follow those roughly and uh, more or less give the introductory class that I give, but uh, on the on the web instead of in person. This is going to be a back and forth thing between us, I hope. If you have questions, you can post them on the website and I'll answer them. Uh, we won't be able to do some things that we can do in person, uh, although I'll try. Normally what I do in my classes is I do not use any canned examples. I make everybody go and uh, think up questions that are interesting to them and find data for those questions. I don't provide that data. Uh, one way I found that works well is to make people do this because if you give people canned examples, at best, you know, two weeks after the class is over, they can vaguely remember something about having done something about some sort of biological treatment of plots and corn and, you know, bushels grown and that kind of thing. And nobody ever remembers what the hell was going on. But if you come up with a project that is of interest to you, uh, you will be able to remember that and remember what the procedures were, the methods were, and what they all meant. So maybe if people are interested, uh, we can get some people doing this interactively via the web. And I will, you know, there won't be any canned examples, but I'll try to find an example or two of my own that I could demonstrate some of these things to you. Everything is available. Uh, there's a book website, so when we eventually do code, uh, if people are interested in doing those segments of the thing, they could, they could follow along that way. But if you just want to listen and try to understand what probability means, what statistics means, uh, you can go ahead and do that too. I'm not going to edit these tapes uh, in any way, really, except to you know cut out uh, extraordinarily crass blunders and things like this. I'm not going to produce them as uh, well as I do the the normal podcasts. These are these are meant to be sort of informal, just a, just a back and forth between us, you and me, intimate, uh, so that we could all understand what probability and statistics means together. So with that, let's uh, let's get going. Now, the idea is probability and statistics are meant to give us quantifications of uncertainties, that is to say, for statements, things we want to know. There are some statements, some propositions that are uncertain. These comprise the bulk of human knowledge. Most human knowledge is uncertain. And when something is uncertain, we measure that uncertainty using probability. 
statistics really isn't any different than probability. They are the same subject. Probability statistics are identical. There's a practical difference where probability is uh, usually kept for the mathematicians and statistics is the practical implementation of probability, but it is all the same subject. It is all probability at heart. So normally uh, after saying that, I don't talk much about statistics and I do talk almost exclusively about probability. So probability is used for one thing, to quantify uncertainty in propositions or statements. Now, example might be uh, of an unknown statement, uh, will it rain tomorrow? Uh, another one might be, uh, if I give this drug to a person, they will recover or they will die. What's the probability of either of those statements? And on and on and on. Uh, if you have two marketing campaigns, uh, what's the probability campaign A is better than campaign B? And so forth. Uh, so anything that is empirical like that, we're going to use probability to answer uh, or quantify the uncertainty. But there are many statements uh, which we're certain of. A big class of these is, or are tautologies. A tautology is a statement that is true no matter what. Uh, an example of a tautology is uh, either it will rain tomorrow or it will not. Now that statement is true no matter what. It is necessarily true because no matter what happens tomorrow, it will either rain or it won't. There are no in-betweens. So tautologies are always true. So we know these to be true because of what? So let's look a little deeper into that. There are other statements uh, that we know are true. And there are we know that there are true based on no evidence whatsoever. And the best example of these sort of statements are found in mathematics. Uh, think about two numbers. Let's think about using letters to represent those numbers. We might use a letter to represent a number only because it is easier to keep track of the letters and move them around in which we can substitute numbers which are useful to us at later stages. So a lot of people have a sort of anxiety when they begin to see letters used as substitutes for numbers, but it really is easy. Every time you see a letter, it's just a number. And so if I have two numbers, let's call them X and Y. If I say X equals Y, I can also say Y equals X. And I, all I did there was I swapped uh, X and Y on either side of the equal sign. I, I, I spun them around. If I say X equals Y, well then Y equals X. Why is that true? Nobody knows. Nobody, no mathematician anywhere knows why that is true. It is assumed true. It is a true, we're assuming it's true based on our intuitions. We need to assume this is true. We need to assume a couple of other statements that are very similar to that. Uh, we need to assume that they're true in order to build a foundation of mathematics. These assumptions are called axioms in mathematics, but there's more to just the axioms and a few mathematical statements. All knowledge, all knowledge whatsoever starts with assumptions that we cannot prove are true, that no empirical data whatsoever can assist us in answering. All beliefs start with just that, a belief. 
something that we believe based on our intuition to be true. And it's even deeper than that. It's not just that there are beliefs that are true based on no evidence. It's how we jump from one belief to another, the sort of connect connectives, the steps and the arguments that we make uh, are also based on our intuitions. Or if you like, they're based on faith. Uh, faith is another word for axioms. We believe these axioms because, partly because they just plain seem true in mathematics. We believe lots of other things that uh, just seem plain true to us. It is certainly the case that there are many things that seemed true to us that have later turned out to be false given other information. So our intuitions can mislead us. And because that is true, it does not follow that our intuitions always mislead us. Because in the end, we still need to rely on our intuitions, on our native faith, if you like. Otherwise, we can't get anywhere. We can't believe anything. We can't start from a small number of beliefs and even move towards uh, a larger set of beliefs without believing in certain operations or believing in the validity of these operations. So this is true. Uh, obviously, there's a political aspect to all of this. I mean, uh, the standard uh, questions of faith uh, as in, a, in a deity come into this. And the interesting thing about that is that there are no proofs. Uh, nobody has yet shown a conclusive proof uh, for the existence of uh, God. And I think that that's true. But because that's true, there are also no proofs that God does not exist. You can't have one without the other. And so your ultimate belief uh, of whether God exists or not must rest on faith. Either way, the only other thing that you could do if you don't want to believe or disbelieve categorically is to remain uh, agnostic. Uh, stating, in fact, of course, that you don't know the right answer. Because there are also many beliefs, many statements or propositions, which we don't know the answers to, and we don't know even how to begin quantifying them. Because the next thing in, in thinking about all this is that, let's think back about the mathematical idea. We start with a list of axioms that we believe are true. Now, these are true conditional on our intuitions. Another way to say that is that they are true given our intuitions or they are conditioned by our intuitions. So we have to start from something. Our intuitions are just there. That's the only thing that we can't go back further than. So we have to start with a base and our base is our intuitions. But once we have those, we could say that these axioms are true given our intuitions. Assuming our intuitions are true, then these axioms are true. Okay? Now, if those axioms are true and certain rules for manipulating numbers are true, then certain other statements about mathematics, theorems, and so forth are also true. But it always forms a chain. It always forms a chain backwards, given other information and back finally given our intuitions. So all knowledge is conditional. 
All knowledge is ultimately conditional on intuition, but we can often use shorthand. One thing is true given another. We can never speak of unconditional knowledge except for our intuitions. And because probability is just a measure of uncertainty of any propositions or statements that we might have, no probability can be unconditional either. All probability statements must say something like the probability of me seeing a six when I roll this die is one six given something. It all has to be given some information. There is no probability that is unconditional. You always must say given something. Now, most books in probability and statistics do not bring these points up. Most of them start with the, the sort of assumption that you know all this, that, uh, that you've absorbed it somehow through your skin, and they jump right to the math of the thing because don't forget many uh, or most statisticians are mathematicians first and foremost. And the math is uh, how you get ahead in the academic world and uh, it's their native language and so forth. So the, the sort of philosophical ideas behind all these things are usually given short shrift. Not always, but usually. Or people don't think about them. They're on a hurry to get to the math. Now, I'm not saying any of the math is wrong, but we need to first start with the understanding. So we're not going to do much beyond this today, except for the, the sort of review here. Let's think about this. There are, there are things we want to know, propositions and statements. Some of these propositions and statements are nonsensical, don't mean anything. Some of them are just plain true because we believe them to be true, conditional on or based on or given our intuitions. Other statements, uh, we don't know whether they're true or false. They may be true, they may be false, they are uncertain. And eventually what we're gonna learn to do is we're going to learn how we can quantify that uncertainty using probability. But all probability and statistics exists only for that purpose, just to give us a quantification for the unknown. And that's it. Uh, if you keep that in mind, the whole, the whole thing becomes a lot easier. Uh, next time, uh, I think what we'll do is I will characterize some very simple statements that I think we could all understand. Uh, start with some probability statements and talk about what evidence is needed to make statements like the probability of a die uh, showing a six is one in six given what, well, we'll talk about that, how to, how to think about that, and then move from that uh, into understanding some basic steps in logic. Uh, my view is that probability is a matter of logic uh, all math is sort of uh, steps in logic, if you like, and so, so is probability. And we need to have a firm base in these ideas before we can move on. It, it, uh, it is none of it that mathematical. We'll, we'll try to keep away from any sort of math and just reason uh, using uh, our experience and ideas and things like that. So uh, please... I welcome questions. If you have questions, uh, you know, put them on the website. If you're reading, if you're hearing this uh, podcast away from the website, the website is wmbriggs.com, w-m-b-r-i-g-g-s.com. And I'm going to try to do these things once a week and have them show up on Fridays 
And today we're running a little long, but uh, next time I'll try to make it a bit shorter. Thanks for listening.